me put my camera on so I can show everybody what Ollie's doing. I don't know, where is it? Hold on. Where am I? Hold on. Can, wait, hold on. Hey, show me. Show me right now. Show me. God damn it. Show me. Is that showing me? <laughs> Officer Pepperoni got your shit blocked down. <laughs> Eons before ever after, six like-minded individuals came together with a shared purpose. One of insertion, integration, inclusion. We aim to show our people a different kind of dice game. One based not on competition, but creation imagination and fruition with these conditions no futurism without the afro and always put the culture before the cash flow we are the dungeon family what's up dungeon fam and welcome back to another dungeon family DD podcast i am your dungeon partner jamar and i play jacques the penguin fighter Hi, I'm Michelle, and I'm playing Eno Adesina, Water Genasi Stone Sorcerer. Hey, and I am Marcia, I also go by Mark, and I play Olivia Montier, and I am a owl folk rogue. Hey, this is Leslie, I play Yarin Bloodsoul, I am a fallen Asmar Paladin. What's up? I'm Chris, I'm playing Eveline Hellion, and I am a Tiefling Ranger. What's up, gang? Uh, Murph here. Uh, I play Juice McCoy, attorney at large, and a Ladrin Bard. Uh, so last time on the Dungeon Family, we finally made our way to Waterdeep. Had some really interesting uh, conversations and interactions with uh, some bar patrons and some dock workers who were not where they should be, meaning at work. Uh, we met a tabaxi whose name I can't recall in this moment, um, but he was honestly kind of worthless. Not worthless as a person, an individual, but at his specific purpose of his job. We also got some insight into the White Jay Society Oh, we successfully sold the uh, gem of uh, Salt Marsh and got quite the pretty penny of gold for selling it. And when I say us, I mean Eno, Evelyn, and Ollie, uh, because of course the group separated after some tension with Eno finding more about the YJ Society and feeling like that they may be connected to juice and that they are somehow connected to her father's um, current situation. After selling the stone, I believe Yarin and Juice also embarked on their own adventures, but more so looking for answers. Uh, we also found Hook, one of the crew members doing something really suspicious in a trade district. Uh, we had a visit to the Moldy Spud Bar and Grill and Rehabilitation Center where we had potato skins and heard some rumors about an underground fight club. We then embarked on the fight club and basically decided who would even participate in it. Everyone but Evelyn uh, decided to do so. And as soon as she did, we found out that there was a beholder above the ring, uh, which 
was creating or causing an anti-magic force field. Uh, so Evelyn's going in there just without any additional support. And that's where we left off. The entrance to the underground fight ring is a reinforced door to an abandoned windmill in the seedier part of Waterdeep. Upon entering, you see a winding stairway that seems to descend and never end. As you head down, air grows thick with the scent of sweat, blood, and excitement. The interior is dimly lit by torches lighting the wall, casting flickering shadows across the room. The fighting ring itself is a circular arena surrounded by stone walls with a raised platform on one end where the announcer stands. The floor of the arena is covered in dirt and sand with blood stains and scuff marks serving as a testament to the many battles fought here. Spectators line the walls, cheering and jeering as they watch the fighters battle it out. The crowd is a motley crew of individuals, including gruff mercenaries, shady thieves, and even a few wealthy aristocrats, slumming it up for a taste of excitement. The fighters themselves come from all walks of life, but they share one thing in common, a desire for an audience with the mysterious individual known as Thrakus. They range from skilled warriors with years of training to brutes who rely solely on their strength and ferocity to win. The fights are brutal and intense. The announcer calls out each move and blow, riling up the crowd with his colorful commentary. As the fight progresses, the stakes get higher, with larger sums of gold and other treasures being wagered on the outcome. But for the fighters, the favor earned by being crowned champion in battle are worth more than any amount of treasure. Evelyn, you have decided to answer the call and enter the arena. Your opponent stands before you. A very familiar face. You remember seeing him in the bed and breakfast earlier today. Before you is a half-orc. Hi, friend. You see he uh, looks at you and starts to crack his knuckles. He cracks his neck. And he looks back at his friend group that you all saw leave from the uh, Modi spot, and he says to them, get a load of this one, guys. We're going to be bragging about this one at the frat house for years to come. Ugh, frat boy. Okay, this will be fine. Look here, if you just back out now, we won't have to go through all this, and, you know, we'll just call it even. If I back out now, then what's the fun in that? If you want to win, win with your fists. Well, you can't say I didn't try. Can we hear this, like, in the ring as it's happening? Row perception, because you're in a very crowded and rowdy, loud area. Can I, I'm going to roll too. I'm rowdy. Uh, I got a 17. <laughs> 18 over here. Ooh. Um, I take three 16. weeks off and, and, and the dice just come alive, huh? Oh, they, they recharge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot. They recharge. 16. Let me pull up. While you're looking that up, Jamar, I would also uh, like to be on the lookout for who's um, placing and taking bets, mm-hmm. if possible. Um, okay. I wouldn't mind getting some getting some side action going. Okay. We can definitely make that happen. I want to be on the lookout for um what's his name? 
for Thrakus. Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. Yes, I'd like to keep an eye out for Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> um, so, do I see anyone in here that looks like uh, Chadwick Boseman? Uh, roll me a perception. Okay, 18. 18. Well, you don't see anyone you get the feeling would be Thargus. You do notice that there's one particular part of this uh, underground arena that is uh, somewhat heavily guarded. It's, uh, it, it's a door that leads to another room, though. That's right. Ollie made flags and is giving it out to everybody with, <laughs> with Evelyn's face on it, like poor, poorly drawn, and she's just like waving the flag. Poorly what? Drew. Poorly drawn. Drew. Poorly drawn. You know, like 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 the hit comedy center show, drawn together. <laughs> I was like, damn, hopefully nobody noticed that Jeff Droon. I mean, you know what? Droon is the new flu. Like <laughs> I missed you guys so much. You trying to get drone out? Drone out is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's what Leonardo DiCaprio told old girl in Titanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also uh-huh. true. Then, then, then he droned <laughs> in, the, in the damn water. <laughs> that door was, was big as hell. You know, I don't, you know, that door was big as a motherfucker. It was, it was substantially large. Mm-hmm. They both could have fit on that shit. They both could have fit on that damn door. Let that in, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, they were in a kiddie pool. <laughs> when they filmed it. When about... they filmed it. When they filmed oh, it. So oh, okay. okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know about, I don't know about that. Not the real Titanic. Not, not the real Titanic. <laughs> what is the wild, like, my man, my man, yo, my man's are kind of cold. Mark throwing out the wildest, like, conspiracy. <laughs> no word. Kiddie pool, right? Titanic yeah. was set up in the kiddie pool. Titanic's not even real. Pool. It wasn't a kiddie pool, bro. <laughs> big brain that's fire that's fire big brain shit take the blue pill y'all no wait that's not right oh wait wait that's not right um, that's great <laughs> but yeah the, the, Eveline's face is drawn on the little flag and I'm just waving and while we're waiting is there any way that we can like Make the beholder like fall asleep. Hmm. Since we're not affected by, are we affected by the magic, or only the people in the ring are affected by the magic? Only the people in the ring are affected by the anti-magic field. Interesting. It's Jews. a cone. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. So, <laughs> I okay. So you magic and shit, right? Nah. Good talk. Um, <laughs> Kaba butt. I feel like Juice is 100% betting against me. Damn, can what? I roll up to see if he is? I want, I'm taking a perception. I got a, si- I got a 17. 
Is he Batman? I mean, you can't perceive anything that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so he is. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. No, no, no. That's crazy. I mean, it is very likely that Juice would do that. Uh huh. That's that man. I I can't believe that y'all would think that about me. I would do that. I wish as he doesn't deny it. (laughs) Well, I don't want to ruin the narrative of what of of what's going on. You know, as a as a thespian, I I, I believe in the method and the, and the craft. You okay? And all that, and all that, and all that, all that damn shit. You know what I'm saying? All right. So your first opponent is a half orc. First, named Hillfist Patty. Yo, your mother did oh, not oh. like you. Damn. <laughs> what about like, like a mother's name, bro? It's a family name. Yo, his name is uh, Pillow from Fist. From the long line of Pillow Patty. <laughs> Pillow Fist. <laughs> Surname. Pillow Fist. Yeah. Oh, right. His friends call him P-Rat. That's worse. That's not okay. Mm-mm. That's not okay. Your friends are mean. P. Rad. That's nasty. All right. So, uh, Juice, you are looking about trying to find the bookie. Uh, Give me a perception to see if you can wade through the crowd and find whoever it is taking bets. Uh, That's a 13? 13. Um, it's kind of hard to tell. You do see a crowd of people uh, sort of gathering to one particular area in sort of a frenzy before the fight is about to start, though. Mm. Okay. Can I make my way over there in time? Um, give me a deck strip. See if you can get your bed in before... Before it uh it closes. Uh nineteen plus. Nineteen, yeah, you'll do you'll make it in time. Alright. I'll take it. Okay, so you make your way to the bookie table and you see a female gnome in a vest. Uh she has one of those visors on and she's handing out tickets. Alright, alright, step right up, step right up. Get your uh, get your bets in before the match starts. The odds, yeah, uh, what the are... odds are uh, plus fifteen hundred on the newcomer. Okay, um, which newcomer? Uh, that would be the tiefling. Okay, okay. Um, I, I I'd like to get on that action. Uh, let me. Uh, I gotta. Uh, I I pretend to look around like I don't have shit in here. I guess I got I got fifty. I got fifty on uh, on the, the, the newcomer. Oh, quite the gambler I see. You want some excitement? Okay, okay. Well, here's your ticket and uh, pass the luck. Thanks. Um, any any other side bets I could place, real quick? Uh, well, you can uh, you can bet the money line that the, the tiefling goes all the way, or you can bet uh, what round you think. They'll go down in. 
you can bet. Uh, do you think that one of them will go down from knockout or time decision? What if I want to bet on a match getting interrupted or cut short? She kind of gives you a look and she says, uh, that's not typically something we allow. What would make you say something like that, though? I, I mean, I, I enjoy, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm a gambling person. I like, I like some, you know, getting, getting my, getting my beak wet on some, some crazy shit every now and then. Hey, uh, I suppose you can make a wager on no decision. Usually, that's reserved for the very, very, very small chance that both fighters die or collapse. Mm. Mmm. All right, give me, uh, give me 30 gold on that. 30 gold on no decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's your gold. Well, sure. So, um, if you're going to bet that um, Evelyn wins, are you betting Evelyn to win the whole thing or just this fight? The 1500 was to win the whole thing. If you're going to bet a no contest, that's plus 15,000. So 30 gold will get you 4,500 gold pieces. Let's go with just this match for now. Um, I'll, I imagine I'll be seeing you soon to collect money. Okay, if you want to bet on just this match here, that'll be plus 500. So 30 gold will net you 150 gold pieces. All right, let's do it. And she hands you the ticket. I take it. Good luck, pal. Hot. Same to you. Thanks. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. See you soon. You see, she still uh, gives I... you sort of this cutting look as you walk away, very suspicious that she would mention the match getting interrupted. That's fine. That's fine. Um, and I slip back into the crowd. Um, stealthily, if possible. Okay. Is anyone else going to do anything before the match starts? Is there any way to do anything to the beholder? Like... You are free to do whatever you want. You're not in the anti-magic trail. There's nothing stopping you from casting any spells or doing whatever you want. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they did check your weapons at the door, though. Okay. Um, I'm not a magic magic wielder. Um, is Eno around, or is Eno right next to me to be able to see if there's anything that we could like talk about or discuss? I am <clears throat> there in the area and scoping around. I want to clarify something, though, about taking our weapons. I do have... I don't think we went over that. And if we can, I have a portable hole. Mm -hmm. So I would just put our weapons in there before we came in. Because to anyone else, it just looks like a folded up piece of paper. That's true. I can say that. Um, I think only Evelyn's weapons were checked. Okay. Also. 
from what I have here. Okay. Um, also, so just to be clear, on the 18 perception to find Thurgis, I don't see anyone that looks like him, but I see heavily guarded areas in this mm-hmm. space. Yes. Okay. How many heavily guarded areas? One point is immobile. There are three heavily guarded areas. One is a door that you aren't certain aren't certain where it leads. The other two seem to be um, more open places. It's not a door per se. It's more like a curtained off area. Uh, it's the whole, you know, roped off with velvet rope, private area sort of situation. Like a like a <clears throat> VIP lounge or something. You could you could reasonably assume that. Okay, and two of the areas are like that. Yes. There's one area with a door. Yes. <sighs> okay. In what? Hmm. Can I? I want to try to move around and also scan this crowd to see if I notice any distractions or disruptions that could potentially be made into bigger disruptions or distractions. I want to see if there's any situation I can potentially manipulate or antagonize. Um, at the moment, you don't see anything. Everyone is pretty focused on the fight. Um, but that can certainly change once the fight starts. Okay. I'd like to just keep an eye out and walk around. Okay. Anyone else? What's the, uh, refreshment situation looking like? Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely <laughs> open bar. Whoa! What? Ooh, is Yarian still drunk? I I believe I've sobered up at, at this point. Damn. We did we did say in the last episode that Yarin is sober. It's a mess. Yeah, is anyone like selling popcorn or what's what's the what's the food situation looking like though? <laughs> No popcorn, unfortunately. Um, you do see um, like large turkey legs, um, tankards. Um, I'll give you one freebie if there's something in particular you want. Now I was just kind of wondering uh, if an underground fighting ring had anything kind of unique. Uh, <laughs> oh, you want something exotic? Weird. Yeah, I have to go in one of the uh, roped-off areas, or something like that. Okay, okay. Might uh, amble my way over there, see if I can, uh, you know, pick something off of a plate, maybe. I'm mad. Not even buy something. Pick it off of a plate. Pick <laughs> it off in somebody VIP section. <laughs> As a waiter, or like you know, uh, <laughs> the champagne girl come around, I'm, I'm, I might, yeah, try to swipe something off the plate real quick. Why well, gotta be a champagne girl or guy or them? 
Keep an eye what on him because I'm a snitch on you if you try to keep an eye on him. That's crazy. <laughs> Busy keeping your eye on Juice's butts. I got two eyes. I, I got owl eyes. They got no, that's not that's not owls. That's not that's not how it that's works. Not owls. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it canon that Ollie has bad eyes? I got good eyes. I got and my head can go 360, so I'm watching you on all angles. <laughs> It's uh, canon that Ollie can't see in the dark and has bad eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely is. Um, so I was gonna say, let me. I wanted to do magic on the beholder, but you know what? I'm still gonna try. Um, Ollie, <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, like Ollie pulls her fingers up and starts. Hold, on, let me put my camera on so I can show everybody what Ollie's doing. Oh, where is it? Hold on. Where am I? Hold on. Can, wait, hold on. Hey, show me. Show me right now. Show me. God damn it. Show me. It's not showing me. <laughs> Office of Pepperoni got your shit blocked down. <laughs> I, do, is, Mark, is Ali aware of what a beholder is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you roll for it? Of course I did. <laughs> Wait, yeah, absolutely not. Okay. Oh, you rolled to see if you knew what a beholder was? Of course. I rolled for okay. everything. <sighs> okay. It was really nice knowing you. Okay. So, Ali, like, I'm so mad my camera's not working. So just, just picture me, like, putting my hand really close to my face and then wiggling them. Like, she's like... So, as as Ollie is wiggling her feathery fingers at the beholder, you see the announcer stand up at his desk and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, before we begin tonight's match, we'd like to bring it to your attention that no match is allowed in this underground fight arena by penalty of death. So, Ollie puts in her... In one corner, we have our newcomer, Evelyn the Tiefling. And in her opposite corner, we have Patty Fist, uh, uh, Pillow Fist Patty, the half work. All wagers are closed, and the match will begin in five minutes. How large is this ring? The we'll say the ring is uh, we'll say thirty feet. Like thirty by thirty. 30 foot diameter. It's a circle. Okay. Oh, it's a circle. Oh. Um. Hmm. Now, are there, is it like, what is the enclosure of the ring? Is it like ropes? Is it. Basically, it's a circle, and surrounding it are the stone walls, and the stands are raised from the floor. So you're in a 30-foot circle, and the walls go up like 15 feet, and you're surrounded by people. So I can't, like, climb up the wall, yeah? Because it's like a, a flat wall, I'm assuming. It's a flat. No, it's a stone wall. So, I mean, technically you could climb it. I'm not sure how easy it would be for you. All right. If no one has anything else they would like to do, we will begin the match. So here is how this is going to work. Um, we are going to do a initiative roll to 
to see who will throw the first punch. Basically, it's going to be just like combat, except you are only going to be able to use unarmed strikes. If you get hit three times in a row, that's a knockout. Um, if you get knocked out three times, that's a technical knockout, and the match will end. Every time you come back from a knockout, which will be, um, we'll say, uh, we'll just make it simple. All you have to do is uh, make one save, one death save. And if you succeed, you come back from your knockout. You get three chances, just like in a normal death save. And when you come back up, you get half your HP. Cool beans. So if you had 30 HP to start and you get knocked out, you'll, pack, you'll pop back up with 15. If you get knocked out again, you'll pop back up with 7. And if you get knocked out again, that's technically a TKO. Because that's your third knockout. And again, as we said before, magic is not permitted in the arena. And that's only where the, where the fighters are, right? The whole arena. Where the fighters are? The whole arena. Did you not hear the announcement? I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't do magic, but it's severely frowned upon. You will die. <laughs> Frowns are just upside down smiles. Right. <laughs> How are they monitoring this? Can I do an Arcana check to to see if there are any like um, areas of magic that might look like detection? Sure. You can give me Arcana. You can give me Perception. You can give me. Um, Uh, investigation. Um, it's only a thirteen. Can I get in on this? Sure. I would also like to be some sneaky shit going. God damn, that's another nineteen plus. Starkana, uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, what a nineteen. Regardless of what you want to use, um, you notice that the Beholder is only using one of its eyes to cast the Anti-Magic Cone, is using the rest of its eyes to scan the room. Hmm. Well, you said no magic, right? No magic. Okay. Okay. Lovely. Again, I'm not saying, you know, you can't use magic. I'm just saying it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. 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 Like smoking on an airplane. No one's going to stop you, but... I'm not going to Well, they you. also don't shoot you with eye beams. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's... Right. That's a... I don't know. <laughs> you got you got An air marshal something else. Frowned upon... Why would you put us in where? Okay, we just gotta cause physical hijinks, I guess. Physical hijinks, I'm here for it. Okay, so, Evelyn, give me one of those sweet, sweet Dex rolls to see who goes first. Patty, Dex or initiative? Hey. 
three. It's initiative. Okay. 17. 17. So you get the first swing. So you got to roll to hit. Ooh. 24. <laughs> that definitely hits. Give me an unarmed strike. Four. Okay. So, describe describe your hit. I look at him like, you ugly fucker. You really think that you're gonna take me? And I knock him straight in the nose. And I, like, take, I don't know, five feet back. Ten feet back. So you uh, you pop him straight in the nose and you see a little blood start to trickle down. And uh, he looks at you and he says, Okay, the first one's free. I gotta give it to you on that one, but don't think I'm gonna go easy on you. And that is a 15. Barely hits, yeah. Okay, that's four damage to you. And he's just uh, ducking and dodging at this point. Twelve? Twelve hits. Four, yeah. Four damage? Okay. Yes. Wait, my bad. Three. Three. Three the first time and three the second time. Oh, three. Okay. <laughs> That's minus six. Okay. This time I would like to kick him in the crotch. I uh, see we're going below the belt too. Okay, fine. I see how you want to play it. You know, I was trying to be a respectable stand-up guy, but that is a 10. Misses. So he, uh, you kick him in the shin and he starts hopping backwards and, uh, he gains his composure and blindly charges at you, and you duck out of the way. Ten? Ten will miss. I... So you see him starting to get his footing now. That is sixteen. Hits. That's four more damage. Twelve. Twelve will hit. I'm let you know now his AC is eleven. Wait, so I got one more? Uh it's his turn. Uh how much damage you did you did three again? Uh-huh. Okay. He's still looking pretty hardy. Damn boy. That's uh eleven. Misses. Okay, he swings and he misses. Ladies and gentlemen, we're deadlocked in the heat of battle here. These fighters are going tip for tap, back and back, back to back, blow for blow. A dirty twenty. Ayo. To not... There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. It's a dirty twenty. Uh, dirty twenty to knock him right upside the chin. 
and you see one of his uh, sharp half orc tooth, teeth, tooth, tooth, teeth, teeth, teeth. One of his teeth. See one of his one of his. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right, right? Chompers. Chompers. There you go. <laughs> you see a half orc canine just fly clean out of his mouth. That's another three damage. He's starting to look tired at this point. That's a seven. And it's becoming very apparent. Bro. 18. That hits. That's another three, so. He's getting woozy. Another seven. Misses. You can see him swinging in air at this point. You see him double. Oh, you're gonna let a girl take you down. Eighteen. That's another hit. He looks at you and he says, "Stand still." I'm gonna hit one of you. That's a nine. Misses. Oh, yeah, six. At this point, he's so woozy, it's becoming even hard for you to hit him. The way he's stumbling. That's an 11. Ladies and gentlemen, will we see an upset in the first round? Fuck yeah, you will. That's a 12. That's another hit. Another 11. Misses. 17. 17, and down goes Patty. You see the orc fall to the ground as uh, one of the gnomes scurries onto the, the arena floor and begins to count. One, two, three. That's a nat 20 for him to get back up. Damn. That's bullshit. So he's going to <laughs> pop back bullshit. up. Yeah. I was like halfway to the to the yeah. bookie, and then I hear he came back. I'm like, "Fuck!" And I made my way back. To the... <laughs> he popped back up on his second death row. Oh shit! Um... He looks at you and he says, uh, "Where you going? I didn't hear no bell." Oh no! Just to the bar to trash talk you with your own friends. You got to say that for later. Uh, give me another initiative roll. Oh, okay. You can roll with advantage since he's woozy. 16. You got a 5, so I'm pretty sure you're going to be that regardless. Alright. That is... 10, so I miss. It's a miss. That is a 7. He misses. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. This time I would like to swipe him under the feet with my tail to try to knock him over. As woozy as he is and discombobulated, you easily sweep the legs and he goes tumbling. Yeah. 
That is a 16. Hits. As he tries to return the favor and sweeps your legs while he's still prone. I like land on my tail. <laughs> Kangaroo shit. Fourteen. That hits. Straight in the nose. I imagine at this point you're like just hammer fisting him on the ground. Yeah. UFC style. <laughs> That's a nat twenty. God damn. What is going on? He's a bat. Apparently. As he throws you off of him and you go flying into the, the stone walls that surround the arena. Oh, you're gonna pay for this fucker. No, Pat, he's not going out without a fight. 20 no way you're embarrassing me in front of my bros. <laughs> That's what you, you said. 20 something? Mm, 20 something? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you bounce off the wall from his push. Uh, a la WWF and just clothesline him. That's a uh, 14. Misses. <laughs> Not one. Oof. Lifted. That is a six. Miss. 21. 21. And Don goes patty again. Woo! You see his knees buckle as he goes face forward into the dirt. And again, the, the little gnome scurries back into the arena floor and begins to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you see him slowly get back up. God damn. He wrote a 12. Goddamn boulder. Mm-hmm. That was a one. That's a one on your initiative? Mm-hmm. Okay, he wrote a nat 20 on his initiative. Damn. He's is, got fucking resolve. What is happening? Three nat 20s? It's that's nothing. the power of... It's <laughs> the power of Fred. Power of what? Power of Power of Power of Pine Saw. We all know what's going on. I'm not going to be the one to say it. We all know what's happening here. It ain't the Power of Pine Saw, baby. Right, that's where it's nine. fixed. That's a nine. Misses. Nat 20, baby. Oh, my God. I'll say with a nat 20, you deliver the final punch. Fuck yeah. And you see him... Do a full 360 spin as spit flies from his mouth and the gnome doesn't even uh, exit the arena at this point he's still in the arena from the last knockout and uh, they wave their hands in the air and say fight's over fight's over that's a TKO <laughs> and oh. you hear the crowd roars with mixed emotions as clearly Patty was the favorite you see shredded tickets start to uh, rain down upon the arena floor. <laughs> the underdog! I just start yelling out, you're fucking amazing, Evelyn! 
Uh, so, you know, in between rounds, uh, does one regain hit points somehow, maybe? Um, yeah, you're more than welcome to heal yourself, or if you have, like, someone that can heal in your corner, you're more than welcome to take advantage of that. So, am I? That's the is... only time healing is allowed. Oh, so I can, like, use a potion of healing at this point. Yes. It's not... yes. Thanks. Fuck. I mean, it's, it's not a gauntlet. They're not gonna... Nah, I mean, matches would be way shorter. Congratulations, you have defeated Pillow Fist Patty. Uh, I make my way over to the to the the, the betting uh, corner area table um, with a with a very polite grin on my face. You again, huh? Me again, huh? That's right. Yeah. That was uh, some lucky guess you had there. I mean, well, you know, I, I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, you know. Can I collect my you know. winnings, please? Sure, 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 your winnings. You see she uh, reaches under her desk and pulls out a large bag of coins and uh, puts it on the table. Okay. 150 gold pieces. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Uh, Alright. Uh, I would like to bet again, please. Sure thing. Uh, the next match will be uh, one Evelyn Tiefling. And um, they will be taking on... Let me look at the scorecards here. Uh, Kevin the Gnome. Kevin the Gnome. Huh. I look around real quick. Does anyone in here look like a Kevin the Gnome that I can immediately identify? Um, give me a perception. Give you a perception. Uh, 17 plus 421. Uh, you do see... Uh, a gnome being hyped up by uh, a crowd of gnomes and a tabaxi. Do I recognize this tabaxi? Um, do I recognize do, these gnomes? Do you? Do you recognize the tabaxi? I don't remember. I wouldn't. I don't think I, I wasn't there, was I? I don't think you were. You might have. I don't know if you were up on the deck when. The uh, check-in was going on. Let me double check that. I might not have been there. Um, I, I think it was just Eno and Evelyn. That's when we were Maybe. checking the ship, right? Yes. Yeah, no, it was just us. Okay. Yeah. Can I go looking or wait? Uh, well, first up, can I go to where Evelyn is? Sure. Evelyn is out of the ring, and I would assume is either drinking a potion or getting healed by someone. One hundred percent, just guzzling down this potion. Happily surprised that I won. 
You did amazing. Do I? Does everyone hear the mention of Kevin the Gnome? Um, not yet. Only Juice knows the opponent because uh, he's talking to the bookie, gotcha. and they have the fight card. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I asked Evelyn, "How are you feeling?" I haven't felt so alive since I fought off a horde of spiders in the Forbidden Forest like six years ago. This is lit. I should do this more often, yo. <laughs> you're you're really kicking ass out there. Right? Right? You know, I would twerk, but, you know, I don't want these people to prejudge me. <laughs> oh, fuck these people. You can twerk and you can kick their ass. Hell you're yeah. You're Evelyn. Oh, thanks, Eno. You know, just making sure. Has Ollie done anything? Is, is Ollie okay? Ollie's not going to, like, be... For a second, I honestly thought she was going to try to do something really <laughs> stupid with the beholder. Cut back to Ollie. Still deciding whether or not they want to cast a spell on the beholder. I'm glad you read my mind. <laughs> She's now wearing a hat that she made with Evelyn's name on it. Just more and more Evelyn merch is coming out. Where is this merch coming from? No one knows, but... Nobody knows. <laughs> Does this hat also smell like Europe? No, 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 no. It's a hat that she, like, made. Like, it, it has your name on it. It has your face drawn on it. Very poorly. And still waving the flag, but also, like, waving the flag, like, as if it was a wand. Like... So poorly drawn, you might say it's Drew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Drew. Poorly drawn. Poorly drawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. She's trying. She's just like trying to that wizarding wand. She's like, I'm a cadaver. <laughs> 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 I think it like the scene shoots back to me and Chris and then I go and then I remember of course Ollie doesn't even have any magic so <laughs> alright we're good we're good okay she's, cool. yeah she's, we're good yeah did you spend and I think that he I have no idea what he's been doing I'm trying to keep my eyes out for this Thurgus and trying to make a scene where I can Although I'm sure a couple of people may have gotten paid out, so might be time for me to find a bar. You know, if I do win this, that would mean Thurgis has to answer two things for us. That is very true. I'm gonna do some snooping. Try to get some insight between your matches on opponents and whatnot. Maybe Maybe I should do a little betting myself. That would be greatly appreciated. All right. Now uh, let me uh, get my head in the game. I I'm going to make my way. Yeah, I nod to Evelyn. Um, I nod at first, and then I look, and I give her a hug. And then I leave to go find the bookie. Well, that's a good place to stop. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Later. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Dungeon Family D&D Podcast. Don't forget to check in every Thursday for new episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And while you're at it, you can find us on all major social media platforms. Smash that follow or like button, drop a comment, or stop by the Discord to say what's up. This episode is brought to you by our partners, Nuke Skate Craft, our favorite spot for custom resin projects and the nicest rolling dice. Check them out and use our partner code AO, that's A-Y with three O's, to save 10% on your order. Their link as well as ours can be found in the show notes. Hey, how's it going? Murph here, the voice of your most favorite D&D character ever, Juice McCoy, attorney at large, and I'm here to talk to you about something that's very near, dear, and crystal clear to my heart, and juices. I'm here to talk about style. Now, a lot of things go into style. Of course, style is very relative. But for me, style is mainly about uniqueness, that thing that you have that no one else does. You know, that special it, that it. Do you want to know what that it is for me personally? Do you want to know? Why don't you lean close? Lean a little close. A little closer. Just lean, just lean closer. Okay, I'm trying to tell you a secret. Can you lean close? Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's too close. Like, I know you're excited, but you're breathing kind of hard and it's making me uncomfortable. Just back up, back up a little bit. That's better. Fantastic. Now, the special it I'm here to talk to you about is none other than Nook Skatecrafts. Now, we here at the Dungeon Family are proud to partner with this black woman-owned business, and they are proud to partner with us. They got so much stuff, man. They got dice. They got keychains. They got phone charms they got dominoes they even take custom orders now i personally i bought the decepticon dice they're this delicious dark purple when you take them out the box but when you hold them up to the light they turn this translucent gray and it is quite the delight for a dice goblin such as myself trust me nook skate crafts they got what you want they have what you need and they will give you what you deserve because hey you deserve so when you're playing DD with your friends and you roll that Nook Skatecrafts D20 and you see that beautiful signature skate on the die that lets everyone at the table know you, you, my friend, rolled a nat 20, a few things are going to happen. First, your party will squeal in joy and delight as you have once again saved them from impending doom. The second thing is that your DM will hang their head in shame as you have prevented them from killing off your entire party as DMs are wont to do. Hey, Jamar, how's it going? But the most important thing is that everyone at that table is going to see that beautiful Nook Skatecrafts die, and they're going to say that right there, that is style. So do yourself a major favor and visit Nook Skatecrafts today. That's uh, Nook Skatecrafts on Instagram or NookSkateCrafts.com. That's Nook spelled N-O-O-K. Use promo code A-Y-O. That's uh, A-Y-O-O-O, three O's for 10% off of everything, everything in the store. Tell them Murph sent you. Tell them Juice sent you. Tell them Murph, who plays Juice, played by Murph, playing Juice sent you. And uh, roll in style, my friends. But it's like this, though. I'm tired of folks, you know what I'm saying? I'm- Close-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we doing geek shit, we cosplaying, we playing D&D, and don't nobody want to feel it, but it's like this. Black nerds got something to say, that's all I got to say.